Welcome to the Create an Athlete podcast, your guide to raising a future college sports star. I'm Steve Edelson, columnist with the Asbury Park Press, and I'm joined by my colleague Jerry Carino. And Jerry, today we're going to hit on a real hot-button topic that not only uh, is, is big at youth sports, but really throughout sports. Walk into any mall and you will see it. The supplements, the promises of getting strong, getting fast, quick. It's an issue and it's wildly unregulated. Well, it, the lure to try and use some of these, I'm sure, is very great among youth sports athletes. And we're going to dig into that subject today with Joe McAuliffe, uh, who is a power lifter. He is a high school strength and conditioning coach at Red Bank Catholic. And he was also on the New Jersey Governor's Task Force on Steroid Abuse. And we're going to talk to him in a minute. But first, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think of this episode, previous episodes as you binge them or what you want to hear in the future on the Create an Athlete podcast. So reach out to us. You can do that in a number of ways. On Twitter, at Create an Athlete. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Create an Athlete. Or you can email us, createanathlete at gannett, G-A-N-N-E-T-T dot com. And now our interview. <laughs> All right, Joe, thanks for joining us again on the Create an Athlete podcast. And, you know, as your role as a, as a strength and conditioning coach, uh, you know, as a power lifter uh, and everything you've done, what, just tell me how bad is the problem and how big of an issue is it with high school kids and performance-enhancing drugs? Well, contextually, if, if one kid um, gets hurt by this stuff, then it's a problem. So, you know, the, sometimes the problems are swept under the rug, so we don't get uh, good numbers on kids that screw up because you don't need a lot about it. And when kids pop a, a positive test, you don't read a lot about it because of privacy laws, etc. But I know as a performance, as a, especially a football performance coach who's on the sidelines and watching these uh, young men, um, I, I really think that uh, steroid abuse has definitely gone down in our state. Now, the threat of testing, which is still there, thanks to Governor Cody, <laughs> um, I think is a good deterrent. I think more and more um, good coaches out there like myself are spreading the word of recovery and nutrition and sleep. So you're seeing more and more the landscape of athletes getting better results generally. But when it comes down to the substances and the performance-enhancing drugs, it's not the steroids that I'm most concerned with with the kids today, it's these crazy, over-the-top supplements that can be bought at any nutrition store at any time. A, that are they're almost like crack cocaine, um, amphetamine-like um, products, and the ones that mess with their hormones. They have pre-hormone, post-hormone, glandular support that are just basically one little teeny molecule away from the steroids. And they're all over the place. So I am sure that the supplements are being ingested a lot. There's only a few safe, researched substances that we know that, say, I would give my kid, and I'm not here to uh, peddle any potions, Steve. I'm here just to give you a good idea about some of the, um, you know, the goings-on. And unfortunately, any kid with money in his hand can walk into any um, nutrition shop 
and buy some real dangerous stuff that if they take too much of, they get dehydrated. We see some bad things happen. Why? Why is this stuff? Why is this stuff unregulated? I mean, why aren't we, as a society, oh, clamping down on this a, stuff? In a government, in a government where we're trying to deregulate more and more, it's very hard. Like even in training, you can go to training anywhere because there's no licensure. Any guy with who looks good in a bathing suit could say he's a trainer. Just like any guy with some money can open a nutrition store and sell any one of dozens of borderline dangerous products. They have the warning sign on the label, which is what they have to do, and the warning sign is on, but, you know, it really should almost be like a cigarette kind of thing, where they make you show ID. Of now course. I've known 14, 15-year-old kids that go in and buy this stuff. At least you, you've got to show your ID to buy cigarettes. You well, know what I mean? Well, Joe, let me ask you this. I mean, we talk about this a lot on the Create an Athlete podcast, the pressure that these kids are under yeah. to perform, to get bigger faster, stronger, to get into college, to play in college, to get a scholarship. Um, I mean, th- there's a lot of temptation here to try and, sure. and, and you know, how do you, how do you combat that? Well, remember, I'm dealing with easy access, too, Steve. And let's face it, in the world, everybody has their public agenda, and then everyone has their private agenda. So, again, me being a strength coach, not being able to live with the athletes, other than my own, <laughs> my, my 16-year-old son, um, I have to sit on the outside and make my re- recommendations and be passionate about my diligence with some of the stuff that um, the kids are buying and really be label-conscious and ingredient-conscious and eat clean, supplement clean, train clean, has always been my thing since I'm involved with the American Drug Free Powerlifting Association. I've been doing drug tested clean um, powerlifting meets since 1986 when it was born. So that's always been my thing. But there are some, you know, other people in my industry who might not be as passionate about keeping it clean and might be more passionate about the results. And it's all about the results. I am sure um, that you easily could find uh, 10 guys that do performance training with high school football players, wrestlers, whatever at-risk sports, like lacrosse, baseball. If you said those four, you're not going to look at cross-country or track except the throwers, who are high-risk guys. Look at them. And, you know, there are people that are just results-oriented no matter how much we got to bend the rules or bend the ethics, you know. And the, and the thing is, Joe, so the, these, these supplements and, the, you know, the steroids also, the problem is they work. I mean, they, they, they have they the desired do. effect. And what I want to ask you is, <laughs> yep. you know, we see this, it's a lot of attention paid to professional athletes, some of whom are using these things. And you hear, you know, in these major league locker rooms that this stuff is all over the place. And how much does that right. trickle down, that kids see – the stuff working, they well, see people again, cashing in on it. I'm, I'm hoping they have coaches that teach them that those are men who've been already training for about 10 to 12 years of their life, even more. And that long term, you have to teach them the results. They don't have their man muscles yet. And if you take something that makes you look like you've got your man muscles in six weeks, then that's against Mother Nature, and eventually you're going to... You're going to get sick. You're going to get hurt. It takes time and consistency. And it does trickle down again to those impatient parents 
they I want my kid to bench three hundred yesterday mentality. I want that scholarship. I want to start as a freshman in high school. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this, Joe, because let's face it, in our in this day and age, you go accusing a kid of something and all of a sudden the parents are suing the school. I mean, the coach is yeah. in a very tough spot here. And, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it's, um, it's a difficult situation. But overall, what should a coach be looking for? You know, what should a parent be looking for? Who, who a coach or a parent, let's say, who doesn't have an exercise science background, who's just outside looking in. Okay, without a doubt, the water retention right away you can see. They almost look like they get uh, uh, sucked with a hose, you know, pushed with a hose. You got water retention. They will start to develop acne. The voice can deepen right away. But all of those are um, not as, uh, like, alarming as how fast they lift the heavier weight. Mm -hmm. The coach in the weight room, if a kid is benching 225 January 1st and by now is up to 315, you better beware. You better beware of those freakish rapid results. Like in a three-month period, I look to put 20 pounds on a bench press or 30 pounds on a squat. You see these kids catapult and gain 20, 30 pounds in like six to eight weeks. But the reality is those alarming results and then sometimes the temper tantrums or the wood rage that's uncharacteristic or, you know, Definitely not the kid's M.O. to uncharacteristically berate parents or get in some type of argument. Those have a personality quirks. The sleeping, they do sleep less on a lot of this stuff. They'll take their pre-workout after school, and they can't go to bed till midnight because they're all hyped up. It's the sleep patterns that um, also erupted from these um, supplements. So we're talking with Joe McAuliffe, uh, Joe McAuliffe, expert on uh, weightlifting and fitness and, uh, you know, about uh, steroids and more specifically uh, supplements, the, the sort of the jungle out there of supplements uh, for, to enhance performance. Joe, last question for me, and that is, um, what, is the, what is your advice as to what parents should say to their kids? Concerned parents who worry their kids are taking a step down that road, what can they say to those kids in a nutshell on a, like a bulletin board phrase or What's the message they should be giving as far as laying off this stuff? Oh, without a doubt. There is no supplement for a good diet, sleep habit, and training method. There's no supplement for that. If you're understanding food and you're understanding training and sleep, you'll get incredible results over the long term. You don't need the shortcuts. Shortcuts lead you down a dark path especially injuries, because the body at that age, the teenage years, is so still growing and susceptible that all of a sudden it becomes man-strong. Tendons pop, ligaments, careers are ruined with six-week cycles of this stuff. So because it does work, because it's so alarming, that's why you stay away. Take the long haul from freshman year all the way up through sophomore into junior years when they should be exploding with their testosterone and their muscle, typically. But always there's no supplement for a good diet, sleeping, and training plan. 
Well, it, there are so many conflicting messages with, with the performance-enhancing drugs. I mean, kids sit here, they look, they see Alex Rodriguez, who admitted to taking... millionaires. You millionaires. You know, he's got, the, he's got the world by the scruff of the neck here. Um, you know, those are, those are powerful messages. You see, you know, right now we're in the middle of the Olympics, and people are winning gold medals, and, and let's face it, that's the goal of a lot of people. And... Uh, a lot of athletes. And, and also, again, Steve, all that, like the A-Rod stories, are public knowledge. They're newsworthy. You know how many clean guys do it and never get any PR, <laughs> never get any news because it's not, you know what I mean? There are so many really good stories of clean development. I guarantee I could go and I could survey the National Football League and Major League Baseball and find you literally dozens of naturally athletic, you know, natural development, where they did it the right way, they took the long road, they peaked at the right time, that type of thing. Those stories are there. They are. And they're real. And the, I think the more that um, men like you do things like this to give the public more knowledge that it can be done. I mean, I'm 52 years old, and I can fill out best friends, all of my high school and college kids, most of them anyway. Certainly fill out Ben's Quentin Nelson, <laughs> that's for sure. But, you know, at 52 years old, just with the lifestyle and taking the long road, you know, I, I'm a, a good example of longevity and durability. We want to build that in with the fast 40s, the big benches, and all of that. They need to be durable. Joe, we ask this of all our Create an Athlete podcast guests. If you had one best piece of advice to give to parents on this subject, what would it be? Mother Nature knows the best. Right there. All the natural things that the human body already has in it, teenage, especially boys who are the worst culprits here, they already have all the hormones in their body. They already have them there. They're growing and developing like a beautiful, you know, oak tree. And it just takes time for these things to grow. So make sure that you have a you know, long-term plan for athletic development, not these short-sighted goals. My kid's going to start as a freshman. Wait, oh. What's going to happen to a kid like that when he gets to college? So have, use Mother Nature, use what God gave us and the earth and the natural foods. And, you know, good old school barbells for lifting weights work better than anything else. They do. Good old barbells. All you need is a bar, a good garden of organic food, some protein, you know, some milk. Get them in bed, and it, it comes. It just takes, again, you know, there's a certain amount of, uh, commitment too, where some kids are are shortcutters because they lack commitment. It does take tremendous commitment on a kid's level. And sometimes the parents, I've seen and I've coached them, Steve, that the the parents are more committed than the kid. So then sometimes the kid, you know, again, you have to look at family dynamics there. But the one best piece of advice, baby, mother nature knows best. Terrific. I don't need a lot to. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I appreciate you coming you on. It. Star Trek, Star Wars, Batman, Harry Potter, Marvel. Everyone is a fan of something. The Fan Theory Podcast explores pop culture weekly. Co-hosts Alex Bice and me, Felicia Wellington Riddell, talk features and fan faves with guests like William Shatner, Kevin Smith, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Simon Pegg, Vivica A. Fox, and so many more awesome creators behind your favorite books, movies, TV, 
music, video games, whatever Disney is doing, which is all of the things. So check us out. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Visit app.com slash fantheory and join the adventure. Well, Joe, you can hear that that Joe is very passionate about this, and you know, listen, with good reason. This is a this is a big issue in high school now. Right, and it's good to talk about it because it raises awareness, Steve. But talk can only go so far. Awareness can only go so far. This requires intervention, lawmakers and regulatory intervention. Uh, we've seen this succeed, as Joe indicated, with the NJSIAA and former Governor Cody. They were worried about steroid use because they saw it rampant in the pros and having successful, uh, achieving successful ends. And so they instituted steroid testing, the NGSIA, with the help of the state legislature. It worked. We're down to zero positive tests last year. It's working as a deterrent. The same thing needs to happen with supplements. There needs to be some sort of regulation in place. And the problem is, as Joe alluded to, we're in a very deregulatory government environment right now, so they're just going to put their hands up and let these kids gorge themselves on these things that are clearly no good for them? Bad move. We're going to see exactly what they're going to do because obviously they need to do something, but I think you see this on a national level too. I mean, pharmaceutical companies, very powerful, you know, gun lobbies. You know, th there's going to be a lot of pushback I'm sure legislators are going to get, you know, because this is a big money industry and... As you said, you go into any mall, GNC, this stuff is everywhere. Uh, so I will be curious to see if they do really have, you know, the, the health and well-being of young athletes, you know, in, the, in mind here. Right. And Joe made a great point. He said these supplements, they're only like a half step away from illegal right. steroids. Yeah. So you're getting this stuff over the counter. It's kind of outrageous. And so... Uh, but don't hold your breath for federal government intervention. You know, they're deregulating every law in the book, every industry. Where help has to come is at the state level. And now that we have a governor, Phil Murphy, who may be more regulatory inclined uh, philosophically, maybe this can happen. So, but it's clearly a danger. And so you're going to let kids ingest stuff that's bad for them to gain a performance-enhancing edge. I just don't know. I mean, a parent and... A coach can talk about things and look for signs. Joe said some of those things, signs that were helpful. But I really think help has to come from a greater area in this. And what can the NJSIA or any state governing body for high school sports do? What can a state legislature do? Uh, that's where the help has to come from. So we can talk about it, but they have to do it. Well, it's interesting because it really does come down to the parents and the coaches here to watch these kids and make sure kids aren't having these huge performance leaps. You know, all of a sudden, you know, Johnny's the fastest kid in the school and can lift, you know, more than anybody else. I mean, there clearly are signs, and you know, maybe parents sometimes want to stick their head in the sand because, you know, listen, they're living through their kid, and their kid may get a college scholarship, but... It, well, it's easy. The problem is, Steve, it's easy to stick your head in the sand when... When this stuff comes over the counter, right? And you say, "Well, it's over the counter. You can buy it at the mall. How bad could it be?" And there's, the, yeah, there's a warning label. It's in tiny print. You need a magnifying glass, a microscope to read it. And even then, it's hard to interpret. So, 
I mean, it's it's a value judgment. So, but it's easy to stick your head in the sand when you don't have any, when there's no regulatory help. That's what I'm saying. And I, right. I we want we're doing this because we want parents to understand the, the dangers of this stuff. Hearing from an expert like Joe, but but we're also hoping that someone with some you know with some regulatory clout, some lawmaking clout, can hear this and say, hey, I got to look into this because what has to happen? How many people have to get hurt um, or worse? you know, get ill before we do something about it. As you brought up earlier, the steroid testing has helped. And, you know, I don't know if there's any real way to, to check up on kids on this, but, you know, it, it, it's clearly a problem. And I think the pressure that these kids are under, if you tell a kid he can't do something, well, th- th- he's going to go right out and do it. Here's the know? way. Here's the way. There is a way. Here's the way. Joe said it. Make it equivalent of buying cigarettes. What is the age to buy cigarettes? I don't even know. 19? I believe it's 19. You need to have a minimum age to buy this stuff. You cannot have high school kids, 14, 15, 16, buying this stuff. You just can't. You know, that's just, there has to be your law. Show your ID. How hard is that? It shouldn't be that hard. But like you said, it's hard because people are making money off it. Right. And so, not people, businesses with clout. Right. Um, and industries with lobbyists are making money off it. And at what expense? At what expense? But to me, there is a way to fix this, uh, to help parents in this regard, and we just don't have the political, collective political will to do it. All right, look at that. Our producer has informed us it's 21. 21 years old to buy a cigarette. Why can't we have an equivalent to buy supplements? Why? Political will is the only reason why. So that's good information there and hoping we're going to get some help on this very, very difficult subject. If you're looking for more information, go back to Episode 5 when Joe McAuliffe, our first two-time guest on the Create an Athlete podcast, was on with us last, talked about when you should start lifting weights. So that's it for this episode, but we want to hear from you. You reach out to Jerry on Twitter, at NJHoopsHaven. You can reach out to me on Twitter, at Steve Edelson, APP. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next time.